Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Recorded live. La, 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 la. Oh, hello everybody. This is Andy Lopez, better known locally and around the world as the Invisible Gardener. Uh, this is a um, brand new show we're doing. Like I think this is number two or number three, called Body and Garden. And uh, I have a co-host who'll be coming on pretty soon. His name is Chuck Meese. Uh, I, I deal with the garden, and he deals with the body, and we talk about how they relate it and how uh, how the two work together. And so, uh, and hopefully I'm gonna, we're going to try to get other people on, other guests on, to talk about the relationship between the, the body and the garden. Uh, to me, I, I knew the relationship right off the bat because <laughs> that's why I started gardening in the first place. You know, I started gardening uh, to eat. <laughs> I... Actually, you know, I'm I'm from a Spanish background. My dad's Cuban. My, my family, my dad, parents are dead, but my dad's from Cuba. My mother was from, from Puerto Rico, and you know, the Latino background has mainly meat and sugar and beer. <laughs> Not necessarily that order. Any other combination thereof. And forget about talking about organic and certified and all that stuff. You know. And, I meat, sugar, and beer. I, I, I'm I, sure I don't miss sugar. <laughs> and so I, uh, but I, I, you know, I, I was never very much of a heavy meat eater. I eat a little bit, you know, they give it to you and you eat it. And I say, what's wrong with Andy? He doesn't want to eat a lot. And I was always on the skinny side. Everybody was, but I, I started gaining weight as I grew. Uh, when I went into the service, I was close to 200 pounds. Uh, then I quickly dropped down because I, I um, got into meditation, went back to what I really like to, to do is to um, be a vegetarian. Uh, I've been a vegetarian almost all my life, on and off. I have, I have issues. I'm learning about, about it. I studied a lot under various different uh, body masters and spiritual masters and so forth. And There is a definite relationship between the two, but it's very difficult to follow a spiritual path and eat properly. Uh, that's why I got started in gardening. I figured, how can you go wrong by uh, you know, eating vegetables? <laughs> but I don't think you can just totally survive on just eating vegetables. Uh, so I, I, also, I also eat grains, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, different types of grains, from beans and peas and millet. Uh, I thought you quickly find what works really good in terms of uh, uh, providing protein. And then uh, I also uh, started eating a product called Suncarella, which was an amazing product. I've been doing it for 20 years now. Uh, and then I'm still working on, on but now the, my basic problem is, is that, like anybody else, you go shopping. And it's very difficult, if not downright impossible, to get clean food. One of the, a, new, a new article I'm writing, I'm in the process now of writing it, uh, it was, it's a, uh, I'm not sure the title, but I'm, I'm thinking of calling it Natural with a Question Mark. Uh, or maybe natural uh, equals safe with a question mark, or maybe natural equal organic with a question mark. <laughs> the point is, is that nowadays you can't buy the word organic has totally been been uh, corrupted. I used to be in the past. You can buy some. You can buy products if it says natural. Of course, you can buy products. But in the past, it would be um, if it was. Uh, <clears throat> L.A. Times. Uh, in the past, if it was uh, certified, if it said natural, then you know it was it, it was uh, safe. Uh, but not anymore. Now uh, the 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 companies are taking advantage of the GMO fears, and so they're 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 labeling their product GMO safe, right? Non-GMO. 
problem there is is that it's just purely purely conventionally grown, or, uh, in other words, chemically grown product. They don't include the chemicals and the sprays and stuff like that in the in 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 their definition of natural. They just look at the product. So carrots are natural. Besides the point if they're chemically grown and sprayed and stuff, they're natural. Uh, so now. The word natural, when you're buying something natural, it really means you're you're getting genetically engineered high fructose sugar, super concentrated fructose sugar in there, with the with whatever pesticide ready you're eating, and so it's and that's it in it too. So genetically engineered, uh, there are many products on the market now that say natural and G, G, non-GMO. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. Just buy certified organic. If they were cert, if they were safe and organic, it would say certified organic. That covers both. That covers it being non-GMO, and and again, of course, it covers it being natural and safe. So don't buy a product if it says natural, non-GMO on it. I would write to them and say, uh, Are you growing organically or not? If they're not growing organically, then it's just, you know, it's not going to work. So let's see uh, if I can unmute this person here because I, I don't think I – oh, there you go. Chuck. Good morning, Andy. I was just talking about the word natural. Really, really, really – it's gotten really, really, really super bad. And So now what they're doing, right, now what they're doing is they're saying non-GMO, Right. And it says natural and non I was just shopping yesterday, <laughs> or Wednesday, and I'm looking at the, and I went to a, a very rather famous, no, I didn't go to, I'm not going to give out names, but I went to a rather famous place known for its healthy products. So I'm looking at this product, and it says natural, non-GMO. Then I'm looking at it, and I said, well, yeah, but what it really is is that it's a conventionally grown product, i.e., with chemicals, pesticides, all that stuff, but the word non-GMO, people are freaked out over that, so they, yeah, well, I'll buy it because it says non-GMO, and it says natural, so it's got to be safe. But the word, so now there's, they, they change the definition of that natural to where keratin is natural. It's besides, you don't mention the pesticide and all the other stuff that goes into it because, well, carrots are natural. So they have, they, and it's like, whoa, it's just, and people, and this one lady comes up to me, Andy, I know you're a promoter of organic safe products. Isn't this wonderful? It says natural and non-GMO. I said, lady, that's just, that's just a, a, a trick to get you to buy the product because, yeah, it may be non-GMO and natural, but it's conventionally grown. That means they use pesticide chemicals. Whatever they're using, you're buying it. <laughs> that's awful. So how are you well, doing? I'm saying, are you? Yeah. I'm, I'm staying in a, in a nice upscale motel overlooking the harbor of Bandon, Oregon. And right now, the inland Oregon, you know, we're on the coast, but inland, it's 105 degrees. It's, it's record-breaking temperatures now. When we were down in Redding, uh, California, near, near Lake Mount uh, Shasta, it was 106 degrees. And we went to the, Alp, or the Trinity Alps, which was, you know, 30 miles into the interior of this incredible mountain range. And there was a lake there that was called Trinity Lake, and it was about 50 feet down, and it was 106 degrees in the shade of this huge campground. We left. We just realized, you know, we're not going to sit here in a campground and put up a tent and cook our food and swelter all night long. And so we went to the coast, which was near Eureka, in a town where Humboldt uh, University is, Arcata, and it was 55. So we went from 105, and it took us it took us three hours to get to the coast, and it was 55. And now I understand that in we're on the southern Oregon coast, and in the no, northern Oregon coast near Portland, back. 35, 40 years ago in the 70s when I was going to college up there, if Portland had 100-degree weather, you would go over to the coast thinking that it was going to be this warm, beautiful day. Well, the Oregon coast was never warm. 
And so when it was 100 degrees in Portland, it would be 55 degrees on the coast, and you would shiver, and you would, it would be horrible. Well, today, Andy, or yesterday, the Oregon coast up in northern Oregon coast, it was, Portland was over 100 degrees, and the coast of Oregon, instead of being 55, was 90. This is unprecedented. This has never happened ever. Here in in Malibu, uh, it has never made it to 100 degrees, and it has already made it to 100 degrees several times. Wow. Yeah, 100 degrees in Malibu on the coast. And Sausalito up in the San Francisco cold, foggy bay never gets over 70. Last year it was in the 90s, the mid-90s. I tell you. It's, so, yeah, uh, we're, we're, it's, but what I wanted to say is that we check into this really beautiful upscale motel and we look at the toiletries that they have, the shampoo, yeah, soap, yeah, conditioner, yeah, yeah. and it says, you know, it says, you know, natural, just your yeah. word. I was thinking of you last night, yeah. natural. And we look at the ingredients and the first two ingredients are parabens. And then, and and it has it has a uh, lemongrass, right? It says natural lemongrass, you know, and 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 then it says the plastic in this bottle is biodegradable, and and you know sustainability and all these all these buzzwords, but in fact the the lemongrass was a a artificial flavor. And it doesn't matter in a food product whether or not it says artificial flavor or natural flavor. They both come from nasty coal tar chemicals. So natural flavor is is not safe. And and certainly what they're saying in terms of this being a natural, ecologically sustainable, you know, care for your face and for your your hair, it is is terrible. And and people don't realize that the... The products, the, the, the personal care products that people buy are just as dangerous and the accumulation of those toxins are just as injurious to their health as, a, as, a as good are pesticide. <laughs> as the pesticides and fungicides and herbicides and miracle growth. Oh, yeah, we're getting, we're getting fooled really, really, really bad. I mean, look at yeah. me. I'm an intelligent guy. I've been doing this for years. I've been telling people, eat carefully, eat carefully, eat carefully. I find, I found myself... Re-examining my food, I'm going. Uh, I've been yeah, what happened here? <laughs> what happened? Gosh! I mean, even, the, even, the, even the companies changed the product. If you have a good company that was it was totally safe, to, totally natural, then you, you you keep eating, think it's safe, and you buy. And then next thing you know, the the ingredients have changed. Things have changed. You know what changed? They, they were bought out I, by a bigger company, and then that's they decided right. to to change it. <laughs> Yeah. Burt's Bees, you know, one of these natural products that we were buying 30, 40 years ago, some huge, you know, Procter Gamble bottom. Yeah, and you're and it. you're right, you know, 40 years ago when something said natural, you could believe it. Not even 40 years ago. I mean, 10 years ago, I, I know that 10 years ago, because I remember exactly when this happened, that the natural got, got bastardized. That's when, that was when uh, the GEO people, GMO, GEO, you know, it's, there's a difference, but basically it's when they were they were trying to say GEOs are perfectly natural, uh, and yeah. they went to court and all that stuff, and they threw it out, you know, because it's, yeah. the pesticide inside is not. <laughs> and then they say, okay, let's go for the natural one, and, and let's get them on 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 the bandwagon to buy stuff thinking it's natural because it is. Carrots are natural, peanuts are natural, whatever it is. It, it doesn't it account for how it got there anymore, you know, how it got there. It's really, and, and, and that's what happened about 10 years ago. And then it's only about within the last year, within the last year, companies have upped, this is okay, let's put non-GMO on there, because it is non-GMO, even though that is a little bit touchy subject for me. Because, I, you know, I mean, they say non-GMO, and yet they're still conventionally, Grown, it's almost Alterated. impossible to do the two. I mean, and I wonder how and, that's certified, you know. And what the monks did to wheat over the last two or three hundred years, they weren't genetically engineering it, but they were cross breeding yes. the different that's, kinds of wheat. Exactly, and, and that's one what genetically and, modified and, organisms are. See, that's one of the applications. Yeah. Yeah, and one of the things that they did is they constructed the wheat 
to where it had more gluten because gluten is what traps carbon dioxide when you when you uh, you know when bread rises. Yeah. And so the more and 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 actually a lot of breads add gluten to it, and and that gluten then allows the bread to rise and have that wonderful fluffy you know texture. But the wheat that was being grown two or three hundred years ago didn't have that, and so they increased the amount of gluten by cross breeding it, and and then you know now we have the chemicals and that are used to grow the wheat. And so wheat is not what it was 50 no, years not ago. Even, not even close, not even close. Any, any doctor with any brains who look at this goes, this is no longer food. This is, yeah. now, tox- and, this is now toxic you're eating, yeah. We, we drove up through the Sacramento region, and my uncle and aunt inherited a ranch from their great-grandparents in Roseville. And they had a turkey ranch back in the 60s that was huge. And, and they, you could walk into one of their fields and there would literally be 100,000 white turkeys where you would walk into the middle of them, they would separate, and then they would close back in behind you. And you could stand <laughs> in the midst of this huge flock. And, and th- but what happened was that my uncle, that when one of those birds got sick because they were raising so many, then they all died. And so he went to planting almond trees instead of raising turkeys. And then he went to planting pistachio trees. And, and, he, and he told me 10 years ago at his 80th birthday, he said the way that turkeys are being bred and raised is like a completely different world than what it was when he was raising turkeys back in the 50s and 60s. Sure, and not just apply to turkeys, but apply that to cattle, apply that to chickens, apply that to every living thing that we fish, are growing fish. to eat. Fish, yeah. it's that farm-raised. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's gotten to, to the point where we are, I, I totally believe now that human beings are stupid. <laughs> stupid bunch of people. They just do not have the same idea what they're doing to themselves. And and their children because their children are being raised on this stuff, and no wonder everybody's getting sick. What what Patty, my girlfriend, and I were talking about this morning is that once you get out of high school, and and arguably even grade school, you know, a fourth grader studying California history knows more about California history than most adults living in California, yeah. and arguably probably a sixth and seventh grader knows more about math and science that 95% of most adults. But by the the time you get out of high school or even college, you quit studying. You quit discerning. And you start relying on TV, on the commercials. I mean, I I don't watch TV at all. Since we're traveling, we turn on the TV in our room. The commercials on TV are insipidous. They are are so childlike. Uh, yeah. Just insane. I mean, the, the, the advertisements for practically every business are crazy. And then when you look at the weather channel and, or you look at the, 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 the news channel and, and you watch the Olympics and you see how they're covering this, it's all sensationalized acting. Yeah. And, and, and the public, the, the people that we're calling stupid, they listen, they watch TV, they go to movies, they, they, they listen to the news, they read the news of the L.A. Times and, and CBS and ABC and NBC and, and CNN, and that's where they get educated. And, so, and, and who is behind all that? Corporations. Corporations yeah. own it all. So and we they, are guide being, down, we they guide are, you down this path. They guide you down this path. They, they train your thinking and they train your buying habits. And they literally pushed you in that direction. Say, this is great. This is great. This is excellent, natural. This is good stuff. This is keep. And it's like forget all the everything else that's going on around you and it's happening to you. This is what we want you to do. We want you to buy this stuff. You know, like McDonald's is having a rough time now because people are are dying from this stuff that they're eating. And they try, they try to go healthy. They try to go healthy, right? They try to. Go, I have a friend. <laughs> who, who knew a friend, right, who bought a, a, 
a bad hamburger and died, and, and, and his family knew that it was a hamburger, but Donald uh, says, prove it was us. <laughs> and, uh, but it's, that's not the point. The point is is that, you know, uh, they're, they're promoting uh, bad foods to eat, yeah. totally junk to eat to stuff, to, totally concentrated junk, and no wonder people are, are, are you know, what do they call them when you're overweight or obese, you know, uh, and they're having mental problems, they're having all kinds of, because you and I talked about, it starts in the gut, and so whatever you put in there, it's going to end up in your brain somehow. You and, 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 and McDonald's this month, because they're having problems with their clients dying, as you put it, which is really just amazing that you said that, they are taking high fructose corn syrup out yeah. of their hamburger buns. They are taking it out? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. are they going to put in is what I would want to know. <laughs> oh, Andy, you are such a, a skeptic. But you're right. But the fact that it's gotten to be that bad that they're taking it out is, is pretty significant. And then, of course, they're getting rid of the antibiotics in their, in their, in their chicken. You know, I mean, we, we were at some place and, you know, it was like, Kentucky Fried Chicken or not really that bad, but Taco Bell or something, and they said, our chicken is raised without antibiotics. When you start seeing these huge corporations acknowledging what you and I have been studying and know for the last 50 years, it took them 50 years to finally start, you know, realizing that we're killing ourselves. Andy, we were in the Redwoods yesterday, and Patty and I took a hike. We went to an old-growth uh, stand of yeah. redwoods, and yeah, it wonderful. said in the information kiosk that two million acres of redwoods used to exist in California. Yeah. Now it's a hundred thousand. That's ninety-five yeah. percent of the redwood forests were yeah. completely cut down. Only a hundred thousand acres remain, and fifty thousand, forty or fifty thousand of that is within this one park. That we yeah. were in yesterday. Is that the Mayor Woods? Uh, Mayor Woods? I forget the, it's it's the it's the um I think it's Mayor uh, Woods. The, the guy Mayor M E I M U I R Muir. John yeah. Muir. Right. Well it it could be or that could be over by Yosemite. But this this was the coastal redwoods. So we went on this road, which of course you had to get off of 101 and take an, an, another road, which in 1918, a group of people got together to save the redwoods. A hundred years ago, 98 yeah. years ago, yeah. there were people trying to save the redwoods. Yeah. And they, they, they succeeded in saving 5%, one out of 20. It's, it's disgusting. It's, it's disgusting because you and, multiply and, that around the world. You do that same thing around the world. Absolutely. And it's totally friggin' ridiculous what we are down to the, to, the, to the tree forestation of the world, which was our yeah. main shock absorber. The trees are our shock absorber. You take them away, no shocky absorber. And you go yeah. bounce, 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 and it's going to be really, and then it's, it's totally ridiculous. We have done everything. I mean, we couldn't do worse. Then if you try no. deliberately to do it worse, which you were doing, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's mind-blowing to me because, and then we're still, and then these Republicans are denying anything. And then, <laughs> it, it, it just changed. It's just weather. And then on top of that, I mean, I don't even want to go politics because it's, you know, it's, it's actually, I think it's their, all their fault because they're taking advantage of, of, of this, this lie, this lie, 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 lie. Let's lie about everything. From the top, from corporations. I mean, did you remember a few years ago when the Supreme Court said that politicians can lie? It's legal for them to lie? Yeah. Some, some politicians got taken to court for lying, right? And the Supreme Court says, no, it's political speech. You can lie. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's like, wonderful. Uh, and, and ever since uh, that, corporations have been lying. Everybody lies. And, 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 and the way you lie is you don't tell the whole truth. An elephant yeah. is like an ear. Okay, yeah. so you're lying because it's not really like an ear, but yet it's the truth, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's what they're doing with GEO. GEOs are totally safe. It's been studied and re-researched. It's been researched for decades. Yeah, your father did it. My father did it. I did it. You did it. You know, all good gardeners do that. And we've been doing that for centuries. Yeah, but what about the part of our the genetically engineered organism where you put the pesticide in there? Nobody has ever done it. You haven't done the research. Other countries have said, 
We did a research and we stopped because the people we were researching on it were getting affected by it. They did it in Japan, right? Japan they said, okay, we're, we're going to take the rice. We're going to get three groups. We're going to get one group. We're going to give them genetically engineered rice. Another group is going to be conventional rice. And another group, they think they're going to get something, but we're going to give them something else. It's just going to be totally a neutral thing. It has nothing to do with rice or anything. The people that were getting the, the kids who were getting... Uh, leaky stomach, leaky stomach, leaky, right? What's that? Leaky, leaky gut, stomach. leaky gut. Immediately, almost within a few months, bam! And they said, wait a minute. And, they, and, the, and, and the other group weren't getting it, nothing. And they said, we can't do this to our children. And they stopped it. Every other country did the same thing. Why do you think in the world we're the only ones that along with, and we're pushing other countries, forcing them? We forced them into it like they did with yeah. Haiti. Yeah. <laughs> and what they did yeah. with Africa. You know, in Africa, well, if you guys are starving, we're going to give you these great seeds that, that no bug will attack them and nothing. Uh, forget the fact that it's nutritionally deficient, nothing, no food in there for you to eat. And on top of that, the following year, well, the first year, the bugs didn't know what to do about it. The bug says, what is that? Is that corn? What is that? You know, the second year, the bugs figured it out, and they attacked it, and they have to use pesticides and all kinds of stuff. And then, the, you know, then on top of that, they had to go buy the seeds back again because the seeds don't, don't grow. It's like... And the people were starving. They had so massive fields of so, corn, but no food. So what you're saying is that the bugs have more intelligence than the humans. <laughs> of course. The bugs have... I mean, is that I mean, a nature, n- nature, is, nature is the most smartest creature on the planet, smartest being. And nature is not stupid. She can't, we cannot outwit her. We cannot outwit the bugs. We cannot outwit, outwit the diseases and pests. There's a, there's a firm law of nature that, follow, that we have to obey. We, we can lie all we want to. We can say we're fine. We're the head in the sand. We're ass up in the air. Your ass is ha- it's grass. Your ass is gone. And, 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 it, and it, who, it's not going to stay. Who, who will inherit the world when human beings are extinct? Bugs. The, the bugs. The bugs will be here going, hey, Joe, you remember... Those yeah. things that walked around. Where were they? We, that we, created, we created those humans. Man, that was a big mistake. Let's do something different this time. I, I think what will happen. They tried is, to kill us. Those yeah. damn humans tried to kill us. And we exactly. were their parents. They, they exactly. evolved out of us. Exactly. That was and a big it, mistake. It, let's, let's start over again. And, 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 to, and, to, and to do things that are outside of nature, oh, like, for example, you know, genetically engineered organisms, one of the uh, branches is you take a gene from from one plant or bug or, or animal and put it in an animal and put it in with a plant. Right. And then, and then my logic is, wait a minute, don't you think that if Mother Nature thought that was a good idea, she would have done that a long time ago, there would have been... Oh. You think, don't you think there's a reason why that doesn't happen? On top of that, so, you know, we, we, we're so, we think we're so smart. We create a toxin, a pesticide, right? Uh, Roundup. We create a toxin. We're really smart. We create, and we're really smart. We're gonna figure out a way to put it in the plant and then eat it because it's okay. It's not gonna bother us humans because how could it? It's in the gene. It's totally safe. But we're it's so natural. Stupid. Yeah, yeah, and and we're actually very, very human beings have this. It's really amazing. We can be so incredibly smart, study the universe. Like they just said, they they came up with a fifth fourth fourth of nature. Because there, there's something missing. They say you, our, our scientists can only account for five percent of everything. The other ninety-five percent is totally mystery to us. But and, and at the same time, we do the most stupidest things to ourselves and to our planet. It's like ah, I don't. Well, know. you know how when we were in the '60s and we were, you know, the rebellious ones, and we were saying, "Don't trust anyone over 30." Well, I would say that t- today we better tighten that down and say don't trust anyone over five because up until five. five years old, you're close to God. You know the truth. We talk about these young children <laughs> yeah, that can teach talk. us. I can, sit in, I can sit in front of a five-year-old day. You ain't going to tell me nothing. <laughs> oh, that's, but there's a lot of five-year-olds that are unbelievably brilliant. And, and you know, they have, they have not been perverted yet. And they have natural intelligence. They haven't been yeah. trained in artificial intelligence. Yeah. And so arguably those should be the ones that are our are, are leaders. And, and anyone over five should be <laughs> prohibited from making any kind of choices for the future of mankind. And Andy, you and I, I was... You and I are so weird. Today we came up with two things. 
one, the McDonald's is killing people left and right, and two, the, that our, our world should be run by a five-year-old, nobody older than a five-year-old. Well, you and I are totally nuts. People are going to go, what are saying? We want, we want sane leaders, elect uh, under five. Oh, I, my God. Told, uh, people are totally, I mean, we've gotten into this money thing to, to the point that well, let me, let me, let everything me, else. I, I had health. lunch in, in Green Bay, which is over by Sausalito, up above, you know, up the Golden Gate Bridge, about 10 miles. And I had lunch with two men. One is 94, and he was a early television producer, and then he became a magazine editor, and and very, very intellectual, sophisticated, amazing man, and Dr. Friedman. And then his best buddy, his name is Burton Goldberg, and and we could have both of these men on our on our show. And yeah, Burton Goldberg Burton Goldberg <laughs> has a website and yeah. anyone that's interested could look at BurtonGoldberg.com dot com and find one of the most influential humans on the planet that has promoted alternative medicine. In every health in every health in every health food store there's a big gray book that's three inches thick yeah. and it's called The Definitive Guide to Alternative Medicine and that was published by Burton Goldberg. Definitive Guide also, to Alternative Medicine? Yes. And and he it's in you can you can buy it in health food stores and it's usually the guide that people use in health food stores to research something. He also helped publish 40 other books, and he also published a magazine called you know, Alternative Medicine, the best magazine ever in, in, in alternative medicine. He's 90 now, and, and he's worked with cancer. He's uh, been, he, he travels and lectures around the world and does researches, does videos. His website has more information on vaccinations than probably any other I, single source. I wish he's a good gardener. Well, he's he's a he's a he lives in Tiburon. You know, I mean, he was friends with Robin Williams and and who's that guy that was in the mask? Jim Carrey. He goes to Jim Carrey's birthday parties. He lived in Aspen. He had a club in Cocoa Beach, Florida, called the Mutiny, which made Club Fifty Four seem like a preschool. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not joking. The, the guy is just absolutely extraordinary, and we had lunch with him. You think he would come on our show? Absolutely. And 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 he 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 referred hundreds of people when I was working in the alternative cancer clinics in Tijuana. He would he referred a couple hundred people through me, and I was blessed to spend a lot of time with him. And he is a tireless researcher. He looks better at 90 than he did to look at 80. Uh, he's been doing stem cell therapy, and he literally looks 10 years younger at 90 than he looked when he was 80, and he had pictures to prove it. And I knew it. I bet you he knows a lot about the, the, what, what the damage that bad food. And, uh, and he, believes, he believes, Andy, that the human civilization is going to go the way of the dodo birds in the next 10, 20 years. 20 years. 20 years, yeah. And yeah. so he, he says there's no hope. We yeah, are so corrupt. Our politics, well, only our corporations. Hope, only, hope, only hope is for those five-year-olds to get on a, on a ship and go to Mars and create another civilization over there or the moon or another planet. That's what that other scientist, you know, the guy with the voice says. He says, we got to get off the planet. we got to get moving. That, that's See the process of the human yeah. race. You know, yeah. we got to yeah. leave this junk behind because we have done so much damage to this planet now that if there are no human beings on the planet, it will take literally a few million years for the planet to clean itself up. And you think the planet's going to be stupid enough to say, oh, let's start that over again with those human beings? No, somebody yeah. else will come and take his place. Absolutely. A lot smarter than we were. Look, dinosaurs lived for millions of years and didn't do yeah. anything to the planet. If, if it wasn't for the meteorite stuff, they would still be running around doing stuff. The, the, the redwoods have lived for 20 million years. And you know, and, 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 and within, what, a few hundred years? Well, but we've got one out of 20 now. Andy, you told me about the doctors and the PhDs that are at the University of California, Irvine that you're helping to teach and educate about the tens of thousands of trees that are dying on their campus. And you, ex 
and, and you explain to me how these PhDs that are teaching at University of California are clueless. Well, that's yeah, they're, not, and they're, not, they're not willing to listen anymore. They pretty much say, we're going to figure, figure this out on our own. Uh, I, you know, we like what you're saying, but we have to admit that we're wrong, so we're just going to go back to researching more pesticides and continue. I told them the law of cause and effect. I said, you cannot change the effect if you don't you know, deal with the, with the cause. And you know, I told you what I, t- I explained to them what their cause was, why all their trees are getting this this, this pest. And, and I I told them exactly. I said, you know, I said I did a little research because you're not going to tell me. So I contacted maintenance. <laughs> I, I went. I, I talked to maintenance. I said maintenance. I said how are these trees getting fed? Well, we don't feed them. They get fed from our gray water, and our gray water is full of fertilizers and stuff from everything to do on the lawn and do everything else. It's just a major High nitrogen fertilizer with pesticides, and that's what the trees are getting, high nitrogen all the time. Uh, and I, so when I talked to these guys, which was a whole, you know, like the real serious, please talk, you, we were told that you could help us, you know, really serious. They're not calling me back. They're not interested. I mean, I talked to them for a long time, and then I, and then I call them back because they're, well, what are you doing? Well, we're going to study uh, this, and we're going to study that. We're going to get $40 million to study what pesticide we can use? I said, well, what about the cost? If you don't deal with the cost, no amount of money will, will save you because you're, you're, and you sh- that whole that whole campus should be 100% organic because they they have fruit trees which are chemically grown, and of course they, they, I told them your fruit trees you're going to get the hung lung bling disease, you're going to get all kinds of disease. What do you not understand about diseases? It was getting to the point where it's like I was giving a class to children who were constantly arguing, I want my sugar, leave me alone. So, Andy, we have come up with a solution in 30 minutes. Yeah. And, and what yeah. we're talking about now reinforces the notion that education makes us dumb. And so our Ph.D. graduates from Berkeley and from UC Irvine are dumb. And I believe that is true. And if I you look at way, what yep. the way education was even in the 60s, we had radical professors that challenged students to think. Today, if, you don't be mo- if you're not molded, you're kicked out of the graduate program. If you question your professor and you argue with your professor, they'll kick you out of the graduate program. Which I did all so- the time. You should have seen me at University of Florida. The first day I sat down, right? I took I did, uh, I took agriculture. I forgot the name of the course. First day I sat down, the teacher, the teacher said, "Okay, there's no difference between organic nitrogen and chemical nitrogen source of nitrogen." I said, "Why did he bring that up? He brought it up for me because at that time I was already doing invisible gardener, and I went to the teacher and I told him I'm, I study organic and I stuff. He brought that up right the first day, and I raised my hand and said, "Excuse me, tell the plants that." <laughs> and ever since then, we we fought. And he he I granted he didn't kick me out. He 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 said I'm gonna I'm gonna train you. He said they went today. You would you wouldn't last a, a week today, whereas you did in the 60s or 70s. But today the graduates they are groomed and and just like militaristic. It's yes sir, yes professor. You know there is you lemming. don't question authority. It's the lemming factor. The lemming factor. Yeah. Everybody get in line and off the cliff. Well, I hate to tell you, but we've, we've done our half hour. I know, man. We've done more than a half hour, but we're cool. We can do, a, we can do an hour. It's fine. And we, uh, we need a, we, we, you and I need a runway to get off on, and then we need a long runway to land, okay? <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Isn't that <laughs> it's not a big truth. deal. But listen, look, in the sixth grade, I remember in the sixth grade, I kept going to the principal. The teacher kept taking the principal. This guy's disruptive. He doesn't want to do what we tell him to do. And so I'm sitting there, I'm looking out the window, I'm looking at the trees and the birds and all this stuff, and this teacher's talking about something. He said, Andrew, 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 what are you doing? I said, this is boring, I said. This is absolutely boring. Seriously? And, and I said, can we talk about something that, you know, that, that I want to talk about or something interesting? Why are we talking about this junk? <laughs> and it would be like, then it would be in the calculus in algebra. Why do I need to take Well, you're going to use it later. Really? I'm going to use it later? As my, and I, I kept saying, well, how come we're not being taught anything about gardening? How come we're not being taught anything about the earth? I protested. I said, I wanted to do, they said, you have to do phys ed. You've got to do baseball, football, 
I said, no, I don't. I want to do gardening. That, how physical can you get? <laughs> and I finally, Amen. Broke, they finally broke down and said, okay, fine. In order for you to do a, a gardening, you got to take home ed and then do your gardening and you get your physical thing out of that. And and the kids were going, Andy, sissy, Andy, sissy, because I took gardening. I, I, did, I was probably the first person in, in Florida to do edible landscaping because I came up with the idea. I said, well, let's just do the whole place edible landscape and let's do tomatoes and vegetables on the property and, mm. and, and go out and eat it and stuff. And it was like mm. too radical. That means that mm. the problem was the rest, you know, the the restaurant where they went to eat. The people were cooking were going, wait, wait, fresh vegetables? Seriously? Go out and pick it? <laughs> and it was like mm. the vegetables. Are you take a lettuce and it'll sit there for months and not de- decompose? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If it doesn't, if it doesn't rot, it. don't eat it. Exactly right. It, it, they used to spray it with uh, chemicals so it doesn't go bad. <laughs> and it, it, it started that way. Literally, it started that way. And I've been fighting, fighting it ever, ever since. Uh, and, and and I refuse. Even in the service, I was really bad in the service because you know they want you, force you to think alike. And mm-hmm. it got to the point. They got to the point where they said, "Okay, Lopez, you're an officer because you keep thinking differently than everybody else." I said, "No, I don't want to real. I don't want to sign. I don't want to be an officer. I'm a civilian. So, okay, so you'll be a chief petty officer." So they had me telling other people what to do, and I, and I would turn around and say, "Look, they want you to do this. You and I know what we really need to do. So let's do that, but make it look like we're doing that because we're in the service after all." And they say, "Jump, we got to jump." Me, I say, "Jump." I say, "Why?" And I'll hide. <laughs> and I was like, you can't do that. You have to jump and not ask any questions. <laughs> it was, and I and and I never, you know, I never. Okay, they say, okay, literally, they told me you have to drink beer. Go out with the guys and get drunk. I said, no, I'm sorry, I don't drink. <laughs> and, mm. and and now they're finding that that was the worst thing they could do because post-traumatic symptom. You drink beer, it stays in your body, stay, and you remember it for the rest of your life. Yeah. So yeah. So it's always been an issue with me to fight when people tell you, go ahead, get in line, jump off the cliff. And, well, and you would have been drugged to oblivion today. Yeah. I, a I, kid I, like you would have been put on drugs yeah, and given a chemical lobotomy. Untamable, untamable. There's dumb them out. Yeah. And I believe there are 10,000, at least there were 10 years ago, the last time that I really read the statistics, there were 10 million, excuse me, children under 18 that were put on on Medication. prescription drugs yeah. to to uh, to dumb them out. Prozac, where you have no highs and no lows. You're just yeah. like, Dead, you know, a de- deadline. Instead of saying, and, look, and what, what is it you want? What is it you, you want, like to do? I mean, I, I, in, in junior college, it got to the point where they created a degree for me, interdisciplinary studies. I said, I want to do that. Well, you can't do that because it's not in, in part of your course. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I want to do that, and I want to do that, and do this. It's like, you can't do that. Yes, I can. That's what I want to study. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's funny. It's sad because, yeah, the kids are really smart, and they should be allowed to bloom and grow and to, and to, and to, to reach their full potential. Uh, it's, it's totally wrong, and, and, and it shows up. You know, so we have these adults which are – Believe, uh, I, I, my brother, for example, uh, I said, you have the right to your opinion, but not the right to your own facts. He says, I have a right mm-hmm. to opinion, don't I? But his opinion, he accesses those opinions are facts. Mm-hmm. He, be, he totally, for example, he totally believes in the in the seven-day thing, you know, God created man in seven days and dinosaurs, everything lived together. He totally believes that as a fact. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, it's your opinion, but you can't access it if it's a fact. And that's what's going on. Everybody lies, and then they take it on as if it was a fact. I mean, a lot of people, I'm looking at this guy, and I go, either he's lying or he's totally stupid and believes that as a fact. One or the other. It can't be either. You can't say that the world's flat (laughs) and expect that other people to go, "Um, okay, (laughs) right? And and so it's it's gotten really bad in the health world, in, in terms of dealing with human bodies and health, and in the agricultural world in terms of dealing with the, the how we, we're supposed to be good gardeners. Both have gotten so far off the track. That is, and, and that, you know, my, my friend Patty was saying yesterday that I should become a, 
a teacher in a college or a university, and I'm thinking yeah. with thinking about our conversation today, that you and I should start a, an alternative uh, educational system. Because if, if you or I were to go into a university, how long would we last? Not a day. Before we'd be fired. I went and got a bachelor's degree because I, I tried to teach over here at, this, at this, there's a couple of colleges. I uh, one in Pomona. Uh, Center for I remember Re- when you were doing that. I yeah, remember. the Center for Regenerative Studies, right? Okay, so the director says, you're the per- perfect person to take my place, but you need a bachelor's degree, and we don't care what the bachelor's degree is in. So I said, cool, I went and got a bachelor's degree in business because I was really good at business and technology. I, easy, easy breezy. I can't take a bachelor's degree in organic because there's nothing there. There's nothing yeah. there. I can tell you, taking the field that I – so I, I came back to them. And they say, okay, we'll pay you $500 a week to be the director. And you have to abide by our, our rules. And part of the rules, you know who gets paid by the who, – who, who funds the Center for Regenerative Studies? The chemical company. I'm companies. scared. I'm, yeah. Oh, I was afraid you were going to say that. The chemical company fund, funded. And I said, why are you using Roundup here? I said, first first week, because I, I was a volunteer for a while. And they said, we have – I said, you – this is the Center for Regenerative Studies. It should be the Center for Non-Regenerative Studies because everything is non-regenerative here. You know, you don't have the basic idea about compost. You don't have the basic idea of what really regen- uh, sustainable is because, you know, sustainability means to get better and better and better over the years, not less and less. I mean, they couldn't grow anything over there. It was just so, it's so bad. And then they're using Roundup to make things grow. I'm going to stop the weeds. I'm going... What? It's wrong with this picture. <laughs> and the students were coming to me and saying, we've never heard anything that you said like this before. Because I would tell them, you know, weeds grow in millions of fish and soil. They go, duh. Really? Uh, <laughs> really? Uh, and these are bright kids who have been told otherwise. They said, the weeds are bad. And I go, weeds are good. You're the one that's calling it bad. <laughs> weeds are telling uh, you something on. Well, weeds are, uh, uh, I used to give a walk in Putney, Vermont. I love it. We'll go for a walk. And basically, it was a, a wildlife uh, uh, herb walk. I would walk, take a tour, take people through the through the forest. I, I think it was the Appalachian Trail, and and I would say, okay, there's a weed. Now that weed is called this, and this is because that soil is deficient in this mineral, and that plant brings this mineral up to the soil, up to the deep down, it brings it up, and then it, when it dies, guess what? It deposits <laughs> that mineral, and so you know mm-hmm. that that. What pH of the soil is because certain plants only grow at certain pH. That's how I learned about pH before anybody even told me about pH. I mean, in school, I never heard the word pH or any other stuff about soil. I learned it from experience that certain bacteria grow in in a certain pH. I bet you in the body, it's the same thing. You have certain type of things. It has to be certain condition, otherwise, whammo, it's out of of whack. And I'm not a doctor, and I, I can tell that. It has to be. Everything has to fall in a certain place. There's an order. Uh, uh, Spock used to say this, uh, the universe is chaotic. The law of the universe is chaos. Uh, law and order, it's only falls in a small little thing. But when those order falls into place, that's where you get life because that life depends on certain things. There's an order of things that has to happen. Otherwise, forget it. Like in a body. Uh, you know, you're talking about the second law of thermodynamics, you know? But 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 at the, in the same way that you're describing how you could look at nature and use it as a as a sign and symptom, I, I envision a Native American that yeah. could look at the leaves and and look at the way the wind was blowing and look at the way the grass was growing and and tell you know what was going on in that particular area. Well, with the human body, one of the most profound things that I've learned in 30, 40 years of studying you know health is that the body never makes a mistake. And yeah. so if we, if we have high blood pressure, that's the body's compensation for a problem. If we have cancer, the cancer is not killing us. The cancer is trying to keep our body alive. And if it's we totally have, ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. So if you have high blood pressure, to take a chemical to reduce your blood pressure and ignore the cost. That's totally right. If you have high, the and, only and reason I, why you do that to make more money. Here, buy this. Keep buying this for the rest of your life, which will be shortened considerably because you're not looking at the cost. Same thing in plants. Well, here's, <laughs> yeah, here, here's, here's the real key one. The number one selling drug these days are anti-cholesterol-lowering drugs, statins. And, and if you have high cholesterol, 
the cholesterol is made by your liver. 80% or more of your cholesterol that's floating around in your blood that when you do a blood test and you see what your serum cholesterol is, that cholesterol is made by your liver. So when the body goes to the effort of making cholesterol, it can't be a mistake. Cholesterol is used as the precursor for all of the corticosteroids, the stress hormones. So if you have high stress, guess what? Your body makes cholesterol to compensate and to deal with that high stress. So if you then say, oh, well, I have high cholesterol, and you ignore the cause, why do I have high cholesterol because of stress? Well, you have high cholesterol. So what the pharmaceutical industry did is they invented these statin drugs, which kills the liver cells that make the cholesterol, thereby ignore the lowering, warning, right? lowering, ignore the warning. Lo- so you lower your cholesterol. Saying, excuse me, excuse me, we're a problem here. Shut, shut the liver up, right? <laughs> yeah, because the liver is responding to the problem, but you shut it up like an indicator light on your dashboard that says that your engine I'm is overheating. That's right. Be fine. So, so that's, <laughs> and then what they found is that those cholesterol-lowering drugs, not only does it destroy your liver, and cause all sorts of muscular problems and, and side effects. Yeah, read the side effects. <laughs> yeah, but, but, it, but it also lowers the cholesterol, that is a, which is one of the most important components of your cell membrane. And so your cell membrane is, is and the plant membranes and the human-animal cell membranes, every cell has a membrane that is similar and its construction is two layers of fat with a layer of protein sandwiched in between. Well, the fat is half saturated fat to give strength to the cell membrane and half unsaturated fat to give flexibility to the membrane. And, if, and of the saturated fat, cholesterol is the largest component of that saturated fat. So when you take a statin drug to lower your cholesterol, it then affects every membrane in your body. We have a hundred trillion cells and in our not, body, and not the right and, and not the right way either. Obviously. Well, and it make and it makes those membranes weak. And so you know what it does. The reason we're taking these cholesterol lowering drugs is that there's the misinformation that that high cholesterol leads to plaque and leads to heart attack. Well, there's a woman at MIT that's been there for 40 years in artificial intelligence. And, and she did a meta-analysis of all of the studies that have been done over the last 30 years for cholesterol-lowering drugs. And what she discovered was that the cholesterol-lowering drugs help with heart attacks in one out of 100 people. One percent, Andy. Yeah. And, and, and what it has done instead of helping with heart attacks, the cholesterol-lowering drugs have tripled the rate of coronary heart failure, which means that the heart, because the cholesterol in the cell membrane has been reduced, the cells of the heart are weak, and so the heart cannot pump well enough, and that's called heart failure. So it has tripled the heart failure deaths, and it has only worked as its stated objective of reducing heart attacks in one out of 100 people. But what it really tripled. did was increase the income of the surgeons and other people who are working on all, all those other things. It's the, it's ask, the, let, biggest, let, it's the biggest moneymaker next yeah. to Viagra. And let me ask you a question about, about cholesterol real fast because we've got about a few minutes. Uh, in my experience, uh, uh, this is a discovery I did on, my, on, my, on the plant side, which I'm having a hard time connecting with any scientists, any people who, who can verify it and, and tell me. But on the basically it comes down to there's two types of cholesterol in plants, simple and complex. How does that relate to in cholesterol? Is it the same type of cholesterol in the body, or there are different types of cholesterol that the body produces or not? Oh, yeah. Well, you've got the, you know, it breaks down when you do a blood chemistry. You look at the high-density lipoproteins, HDL, and those are considered protective. And then you look at the low-density. They're the complex carbohydrates, right? Well, these are fats. So carbohydrates are different than fats. Okay. You've got three macronutrients. You've got carbohydrates. Let's talk about carbohydrates. Fat. Tell me about carbohydrates. Are there different kinds of carbohydrates in the body? Well, there's different kinds of carbohydrates that we eat in the plant world, which are simple and complex. 
And the basic breakdown of that is that complex carbohydrates require digestive enzymes to break them down, whereas simple carbohydrates don't require any kind of digestive enzyme. So there's a diet that a woman developed when her child was sick 30, 40 years ago, and she wasn't a medical doctor, but she went to medical doctors and they weren't helping much. And so she developed this concept of, this, of the, simple, or the carbohydrate uh, diet, the specific carbohydrate diet. And what that diet does, and I've looked at, the, uh, at different chat rooms and blogs of the, of the specific carbohydrate diet for many, many years, and parents with children that have colitis and celiac and, and, and really horrible digestive problems, when they follow the specific carbohydrate diet, they get better results from following that diet than they do by going and taking all the drugs that the gastroenterologist gives them. And the basic idea is that if you eat simple carbohydrates that don't require digestive enzymes, you're not gonna re- it's not going to result in toxic waste. But if your digestive system is compromised and you can't produce the enzymes to break down the complex carbohydrates, then those, not, those, pro, those comp- carbohydrates that can't be broken down then develop into toxic waste. Yeah. And so by, by not eating complex carbohydrates and by only eating simple you know, carbohydrates, you can take the stress off of a compromised digestive system and allow it to heal. Well, and, something and so, interesting that you that you said, and I want to interrupt you, but you you, can, you and I can talk for a long time, but I want to wrap it up. But you you said something very important in the plant in the in the plant world that I wish the scientists and farmers and botanists and agricultural people would understand. And 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 now you help the, help me a little because see. I was trying to understand why the bugs were going after the simple carbohydrates and not the complex carbohydrates. And you said it in one paragraph, the mm-hmm. bugs need the digestive, proper digestive enzymes to digest complex, and they don't have it. So that's why they go after the complex. That's, that's why they go after the simple carbohydrates. But that does not translate. Just because a plant has complex carbohydrates, the food it produces does not mean it's complex carbohydrates either. I, I have to... Work, uh, 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 clear and what's, up, even, what, what's even more beautiful, Andy, is that when we follow that logic, we can see that in the digestive system, you've got bugs, you've got bacteria, you've got yeah. fungus, you've got virus, and you've got parasites, just like in the soil. You have fungus and bacteria that help break down the foods that are necessary, that are found in the soil, in order for the plants to assimilate and grow them. So there's a symbiotic relationship in the, in the root system and in the soil system of fungus and bacteria. Got the same doggone thing in the digestive tract. And yeah. if, you, if you don't break down these complex carbohydrates, that toxic waste that I was talking about, guess what breaks it down? Bacteria. Yeah. And so you get a proliferation in your digestive tract of bacteria and candida, which is fungus, because say even a simple sugar, white table sugar, is called sucrose. Yeah. And, and, and that sucrose is a double molecule of sugar. It requires sucrase, which is a digestive enzyme produced on the intestinal lining to break down the white table sugar. If your digestive system is inflamed, which 95% of humans today, because of the food and diet and toxins in the external environment that we're exposed to, most people's digestive systems aren't working well. And so white table sugar, because it's not broken down, if that was it, here's the body intelligence. If it, if it remained unbroken down, then that white table sugar would ferment and create alcohol in your system. And there are people who, have, who produce more alcohol in their digestive tracts than if they drank a couple shots of whiskey. It's been documented. Yeah. So because they've got an overgrowth of candida. Well, why do they, is that a mistake? Did the body make a mistake? No. Nope. The body's nope. trying to stay alive. So it proliferates a fungal overgrowth in order to break down that carbohydrate, which is not being broken down. So people have problems with candida overgrowth. The reason is that their digestive system is not breaking down the complex carbohydrates. So I would say that insects have the same problem. Ah, I agree. 
Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna have to cut. We're gonna have to cut no! it. But we just we we should we touched briefly on uh, uh, several really important areas that people people need to understand, especially people in power and sources that they can influence other people, influence things. Uh, it's in schools. People should know this stuff, and they just do not even. Well, let's, have the let's, same start, idea. let's let's start a new school and let's go out and find our <laughs> five-year-olds. Okay, man. Enjoy your, your vacation, okay? Okay. All right, Andy. It's such See a pleasure next always. Much it always is a pleasure to man. Thank you. Bye now. Yeah, thank you. Good day. Okay, everybody. We're going to call it a day now. Bye, Chuck. Have a good day. Okay, so this is the end of the show. We'll be back next week. Happy growing again. <laughs> of course. Bye now. <laughs>